What's up, lady ballers? Welcome back. We're soccer props, and it's game time. Awesome. Did you just finish training? Yeah. Sorry, I'm like so sorry. I'm like, I wonder if they're podcasts or like video podcasts, but either way, it's fine. <laughs> look at us. We look like we just trained and we did. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> How are you? Where are you training now? Yeah. Um, I'm like basically an off season. I live in Tampa, Florida, and then yeah, just waiting for next season with a different. Cool. I'm. I live in Jupiter now. Oh, no way. Okay, that's close to me. I just moved here like a couple months ago. Do you like it? I love it. I love the warm weather. So it's the right place. Yeah, for sure. So tell us, we'd love to hear about your soccer journey, like about college, about deciding to play professionally and everything like that. So start from college recruiting, like what made you decide to go to the University of South Florida? Um, Well, in Canada, it's just basically if you want to be on the national team or if you want to go as far as you can with soccer, you, you're kind of forced to go to the U.S. Um, just the way the system is, obviously, you don't have a pro league. So at a young age, the players that, you know, wanted to be on the national team and wanted to go as far as possible, we knew we had to go to the U.S. And um, being close with my family, I always thought I'd end up somewhere like Michigan or Syracuse, somewhere that's close enough that they could come and drive to games, like, often. Um, and then we actually had a bunch of, like, youth national team events that college coaches would come and watch and we would get like quite a bit of um college coaches from everywhere in the U.S. come and my coaches at USF were there recruiting and I had a a bunch of emails from other schools and then I was like okay like South Florida I've never really heard of this school but um like I've been to Florida before and I loved it there so I spoke to the head coach and as soon as I had phone conversations with her afterwards, I was like, okay, this is a place that I want to go visit for sure. And well, first it was email, but, um, I just, I don't know. I felt like it was the right fit just based on her personality. And then it helped that she was from Canada too, because just having that little piece of home and knowing like growing up in the Canadian system versus the U S system is a little different. And she had played a little bit on our senior national team. So I went on my visit there. And as soon as I got there, I just knew that that's where I wanted to be. Um, They were just so welcoming. And my coaches, Denise and Chris, are actually husband and wife. So it was just nice that it was a big, like, family atmosphere. And, you know, their little twins would come to the games. And I don't know, it was just a really... It was a great feeling when I stepped on campus and just made me make my decision pretty fast. I visited a couple other ones, but I don't know. That one just really was my favorite from there on. Funny, sometimes there's like something indescribable that makes you feel connected to a school and you can't really put it into words, but for some reason you have a gut feeling that that was where you were meant to be. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. And then there were other Canadians on the team as well at the time. Um, and they had really positive experiences there. They were about to graduate. So yeah, I took that into consideration as well. That's awesome. And during your college career, did you always want to play at the next level and to play pro or was that something that just like came later in your, your college career? Um, I always wanted to play pro and just go as far as I could with the sport. So, I mean, ideally my goal was to be on the national team. And I knew that if I wasn't getting calls um, during college that I would have to go play pro in order to do so. So 
I think my real goal was to be on the national team and then playing pro would allow me to do so. So that's kind of how I looked at it from the beginning. And um, yeah, I was hoping that by the time maybe I graduated, there would be options in Canada, but here we are. (laughs) Soon, hopefully. Yeah, I hope so. Do you have any advice for other players from Canada who want to play collegiately in the U.S.? Like best advice for being recruited or just best advice for getting through college, maybe if they're homesick or if they just, you know, have a difficulty adjusting to like being in a different place? Yeah, I think that for in terms of the recruiting part, um, I was always like really shy when I was younger in terms of like emailing coaches and sending my highlight video to them. And I, I really don't understand why I felt that way because when I now speak to college coaches, like, Oh, we had a million of those. And like, they're almost happy when they get a bunch of them. It shows that you're interested in the school. And I really had a different outlook. So I would definitely encourage, um, younger players to do so and just email the coaches and, you know, try and go to their camps or clinics, um, stuff that I didn't do that. I wish I, I did. Um, and then during college, yeah, the first year I definitely was homesick, but, um, I was, thank God for FaceTime and I was able to FaceTime my family and my friends. And I just kind of remembered what, why I was there. And whenever I felt uncomfortable or I felt homesick, I was like, well, I want to achieve this goal of, you know, playing for my national team and making the most of these four years. That's why I came here. So I just kind of took my focus and put it strictly towards soccer and getting better and, you know, enjoying that aspect of it. Cause that's what brought me there ultimately. You bring up a great point about kind of having to accept discomfort at some point along the road or, you know, being out of your comfort zone with kind of keeping your eyes set on the, the bigger picture. Do you think that that's a kind of key thing for athletes that want to play at the next level? Because as you know, I'm sure things don't always go ideally and it's you're put in uncomfortable situations, challenging situations. And uh, did you feel like that was something you got better at over time through experiencing being out of your comfort zone or how did you get comfortable being uncomfortable? Yeah, I think now it's almost like I enjoy that. I try and put myself in uncomfortable situations because that's where I find I have the most growth and I become a better person and a better player out of those experiences because um, the first year I got there, I was a winger my entire life and I thought I was going to go in there and be a winger and, you know, play the position that I was comfortable with. And as soon as I got there, the their wingers were juniors and they were going to start and play 90 minutes every game so I was just uncomfortable playing different positions but I had to get over that and just be grateful that I was on the field um as an outside back and just kind of own it and make the best out of that situation and then you know the next time I got moved was my junior year into defensive center mid and when she told me you know she wanted me to play there it wasn't even like a thought, I was like, okay, I'm ready. So yeah. Um, I kind of, I love being uncomfortable now just because I think that I'm such a better person after that situation. It's hard at the start, but it gets easier. Yeah. That's where I feel like you see the most, most growth, especially as an athlete, if you learn to become comfortable in the uncomfortableness. So I love that advice. sounds like you're very goal driven and you set goals. Um, do you have any personal goals for yourself for the rest of the year or even just in 2022? Um, 2022, I think one of my goals is just to kind of 
I don't know, take everything as it comes instead of trying to plan and, you know, um, control every situation. I think that I need to just get better at when I'm in those uncomfortable situations. And instead of trying to figure out what the outcome is going to be, just try and like, I don't know what the right word would be, but (laughs) kind of just like chill and breathe and just accept it and not try and think of all the things that, you know, can come out of that. Just enjoy each day and focus on like one practice at a time. I feel like I'm the type of person that gets ahead of myself and always like looking at the future and worrying about the future. But um, one of my goals, like for the next while is just kind of to step back and just appreciate each and every practice. Cause as you get older, I mean, they get less and less. So Mm -hmm. I love that so much. It's just a nice reminder to like, it's, you want to think big and set these big goals, but then like at the end of the day, you have to like think smaller and take it slow and go day by day because you could totally overwhelm yourself thinking about like what should happen or what you're trying to achieve. And it takes the fun out of it. I'm sure. For sure. Especially because your passion is now your job. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> you kind of have to set those boundaries. Yeah. You no, know, you played in the 2021 She Believes Cup. Like, what was that like to step on the field for the national team? Like, I'm sure that's been something that you've been wanting to do for forever. Yeah. Um, no, that was honestly like a dream come true. It was just... I, it was unexpected too. I was just kind of going into camp with no expectations. There was still the roster that had to be made for She Believes, but I knew that I had worked really, really hard, like up until that point. And the players that have been on the team were players that I've played with, you know, my whole life. So it was just really nice being in camp with them. And then, um, you know, performing well and doing enough to make that She Believes roster. And then I had the most incredible month um, especially because it was at Exploria Stadium and I was with Orlando Pride at the time. So it just came full circle and it was honestly a month that I'll never forget. That's awesome. Your hard work paid off for sure. I can't imagine that feeling <laughs> like that full circle yeah. playing in Orlando doing that. That's, that's so cool. Um, do you have advice for players who maybe feel like they don't want to continue playing because they're not seeing success right away. Like how do you persevere and how do you continue to play and stay focused and stay positive in times where maybe it feels like it's difficult to. Yeah. I think that I can relate to that a lot. I just feel like if you have the belief in yourself and you think that, you know, you have everything that it takes to, you know, whatever your goal is to play pro, be on the national team, be a starter in college, I think that you just have to keep believing that. And I know that that sounds cliche and, you know, sometimes it is hard with all the things that all the ups and downs. Um, but if you just focus on yourself and no one else and kind of just plan, you know, every day, like you're only, you're only worried about yourself and train and get better and, you know, make your weaknesses, your strengths, then I think eventually things fall into place. And yeah, there's going to be a lot of disappointments along the way, but when you do achieve those goals, I mean, it's worth every minute of it. And that's so true too, that like comparison is the thief of joy. If you're going to compare your journey to someone else's journey, of course, Maybe someone who's doing it better than you or faster than you, or they got there and less steps than you did. But if you can stay grounded and compare yourself to who you were yesterday, it allows you to end each day and feel proud of yourself. And then those big moments when you make national team and, and you make the roster, they, 
are that much sweeter when you are kind of have been so present for the whole journey. So that's really, really awesome. And it's been so cool too, to just see, cause I know your start into getting pro like uh, starting professional from college. It was an up and a down journey for you, right? Yeah. Between playing overseas and coming back. Um, so it's just, it's so like you persisted. I like, it's such a, such a cool story. So um, yeah, I'm just curious, I guess, like, what was it like to play overseas? And then did you have to reset your goals again and, and pivot to come back and play professional again? Yeah, um, I loved, honestly, the soccer part of Spain. I thought that it was amazing. The practices were so intense. They were so technical and really different than anything that I've experienced prior. Um, but then I, at that time, I wasn't getting any looks with the national team just because of the league that I was playing in. And like I said before, that was my main goal. So playing pro was great, but if it wasn't leading me to where I really ultimately wanted to be, then I had to look elsewhere. So when I got back from Spain, it was tough because I'm still an international um, for the NWSL and now I'm out of college and the timing of the leagues are obviously different. So, um, yeah, it was hard. I had, I'd actually did medical device sales for a while and trained on my own and, you know, did pick up and just tried to get as fit as I could for the opportunity that was coming. But at that time, I really didn't know what was going to be next. I just knew that I wasn't done and I wanted to, I, I still wanted to be on the national team, no matter what it took. So, yeah, that experience, I think, was a great start to pro because I, you know, learned the lifestyle of it, of how you train for two hours and then you kind of have the whole day. And I'm not used to that. No one is. I feel like in college, we're such busy bees running around all the time. And then you get to pro and you're like, oh, my God, I have so much free time. And you're in a different country if you're overseas. So, um, yeah, I learned a lot about myself and stuff that I like needed to do in the off in our off time just to distract my mind and not only focus on soccer all the time um and then I got an opportunity last year um in the NWSL and that just I mean that's exactly where I wanted to be and where I want to be it's just the league is great in terms of um you know the level and how all the teams I feel like are very equal on a given day anyone can beat each other um so yeah, that part's been amazing. And I'm just thankful for the experience overseas because it definitely helped me and made me a stronger person. When did you start training with um, Dave? <laughs> so I actually did Dave's um, online development academy when I was like 15 years old, we FaceTime or it was Skype back then <laughs> in like my basement. And, um, I, this guy from California, I was like, Oh, he trains like us national team players. And I loved Alex Morgan at the time. And I was like, he trains her. So I want to do this. And so, yeah, we would, I would do the, um, online chats with him and he would kind of tell me what to focus on when I was training by myself and he'd watch some of my games and, um, kind of gave me that foundation of, extra training and training on your own and how that really makes the difference. And I just kept that mentality. And then we've, you know, we have a great friendship now and, you know, he's always there for me no matter what. And I love, you know, going to California to train with him or he, he comes here to train. So yeah, it's a great relationship and I'm very lucky to have it. Love that. And it's honestly something I wish I wanted to do more of when I was playing soccer growing up, like 
wanting to develop yourself, not in a team atmosphere, like more on an individual basis. And I think that's such a like key part that might be missing for a lot of players. So shout out to Dave and his amazing app that he has. Like he Mm -hmm. is so accessible to everyone to work on their technical skills and learning the game. Um, So that's so cool that you worked with him. And you had mentioned something earlier just about saying like, you know, how you were able to learn more about yourself um, when you went pro because you only play two hours a day. So you're kind of like you have a lot of other time to do other things. Do you have any other passions or anything that you like working on that's not soccer related? Um, (laughs) Honestly, right now, no, but I do. I don't know. I love like being active and I like doing things outside and with friends. And so in Orlando, it was nice. Um, in Tampa, it's really nice too. just like going to the beach with friends and I don't know, just being outside and being active, obviously not to the point where I'm exhausting myself (laughs) for training, but, um, yeah, I don't know anything that gets me outside and kind of takes your mind away from the sport itself. Yeah, yeah, I think that's really healthy. <laughs> there's yeah. so many, and I love that you posted on Instagram about World Mental Health Day because there's just so many athletes that struggle with not being able to get their mind off the sport all the time or struggling with their confidence and everything. Um, so mm-hmm. it's great to see players like you advocating for that and making sure that others know they're not alone. Like it's okay to like struggle with your mental health. So do you have any advice for maybe some younger lady ballers who are dealing with like mental health issues or just their confidence and everything like that? Yeah, I think that there's so many ups and downs in soccer. And I think that like everyone says that it's like the highest of highs, but then it's also the lowest of lows when things aren't going right. And I just feel like I've learned this year that I just need to stay the course and there's going to be times like in February when I was having the time of my life playing for my national team. And then, you know, there's times when you don't make the Olympic roster and, you know, Canada wins gold, which is amazing, but do I wish I was part of it? Of course. So it's, it's hard to manage those emotions, but then when you, I always just tell myself that, okay, like my time is coming, there's going to be another high and I just need to keep focusing on myself and, just get better every day because it's not going to be terrible forever. So that's kind of, that's kind of what I tell myself. Yeah. There's always good things to come. And just because it's not the the path that you originally wanted, there's going to be other opportunities for you that in the end are probably like the best thing for you. Do you guys want to do some first and favorites? Yeah, let's do it. What was your first job? I actually worked at my, my dad has a grocery store and I worked in like their flower shop and like hung flowers for like six hours a day. That's awesome. I love that. What's your favorite flower? Oh my God. I don't even know anymore. (laughs) I like love orchids now, but um, so probably that. Yeah. Love that. Um, (laughs) What was your first soccer team name? Wexford Wildcats. Wildcats. Yeah. <laughs> Always a vicious animal when you're kids, right? <laughs> like high school musical. It was perfect. It was that's good. Are you still <laughs> friends with any of your fellow Wildcats? Yes. Um, none of them are really playing soccer still, but we're still friends. We keep in touch. I feel like Instagram's a great platform because yeah. you know you comment on people's stories and 
it gets everyone talking again. Best college moment. Like, was there a moment where you made like an incredible play or something or, or assist like best assist? Yeah. Um, I think that my freshman year, the, we always had a rivalry with UCF cause it was like called the war on I four and, um, my freshman year, we were in the semifinals of conference with them. And I just remember we lost some penalties, but that game was probably my best game. My four years being a freshman and playing against like a, a senior forward. I, I think I did really well. So that's cool. And it's true. You were moved to defensive mid and outside back. So you weren't yeah. exactly goal scorer position. So I, I know, but still just one would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's the uh, first thing you do after a game? Um, probably call my parents now just cause I don't see them as often as I would like and playing in a different country. So I'll FaceTime them and that's always just nice cause they're always watching the game. Nice. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> what about your first concert? Oh, Spice Girls. I think Ooh. I was like five. <laughs> such a, I'm so jealous. Yeah, my mom took me and she like talks about to the stakes. I was obsessed with Ginger Spice and like had their posters everywhere. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the lollipops with the do you guys remember the lollipops with the yeah. rappers and no. they yeah. had their faces on it and you could like yes. stick on things? Absolutely. Oh, God. <laughs> Too good. So funny. Uh, what was the first professional game you went to of any sport? Um, hmm. Definitely Toronto Maple Leafs. Hockey's so yeah. big there. Yes. So. That was the first for sure. I've seen a Toronto Maple Leafs hockey game before. They are fun. Nice. Yeah. What's your favorite pregame song? Um, I think that's like changed over time. I was like very against country music before college. And then my roommate really got me into it. So now I would say it's probably something country based or Drake. I don't know. I'm like loyal to him because he's from Toronto, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, probably his new album's great. So right now that. Cool. Love that too. I actually feel like I've listened to J- Drake majority of my college career. Mm-hmm. For yeah. Hours. He's good ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, what's your favorite cheat meal? Mm, sweet potato fries. Oh, that's good. They're so good. Like thick though. They can't be too thin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you have a dipping sauce do you go no sauce no ketchup and like the spicy aioli sauce for yeah, sure yeah, that's yeah. A cool aioli. carly Listen. actually has an instagram called aioli fans <laughs> okay nice <laughs> i have like five followers <laughs> we, made it. we made it one yeah, day posted it. she hasn't posted anything it's just ready if, if you want to do it okay. okay. it's ready if you want to take it over <laughs> Uh hear me out around here they do sweet potato fries and the sauce that it comes with is marshmallow fluff and it is the best thing ever do not you gotta try it that's like thanksgiving that's like thanksgiving yeah it is the best thing ever it's this little cup of marshmallow fluff yum (laughs) i like that oh be crazy that all day all right favorite favorite teammate to train with Mm. oh gosh from college or pro or anyone yeah even honestly I love training with Marta at Orlando she was such a great mentor for me and would like give me positive feedback 
every training session and just like give me advice all the time. And I loved, I admired the stuff she did on the field and just loved having those conversations with her every day. Is she also as funny as the things that we've seen of her on Instagram? She is like, yes. like class clowns that is funny. She's so funny. She's so funny. Yes. And she's so fun. Like always dancing and making people have fun during the warm up. But then as soon as it starts, she's like, yeah. I was going to say, you watch her on TV. And I would never guess that she would even crack a freaking smile. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. No, no, no. She, she is the sweetest person ever. What's up? Um, favorite player or team to watch? Mm. Oh, my gosh. This is tough. Honestly, like, I love NWSL. And <laughs> I, like, I love watching Portland Thorns play. I just think that they always play really well and they're such, it seems like they're such like a close knit group, which is great. Um, and then obviously sinks on that team. So shout out to her, <laughs> her favorite player, probably. Very cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. And we're so excited to continue to watch you play and all your success. And if you are ever on the uh, East coast of Florida, come on over. <laughs> <laughs> get out and play more um it's just too nice to not play and i'm in like a women's league and i need my skills (laughs) i wish i wish they had another team in florida like in like miami Miami, right yeah yeah so i'm pressing my fingers for those that'd be cool yeah Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jordan. We appreciate Oh, and we'll get your address if we didn't already so we can send you some gear. Sure. Okay. Thank you so much. Awesome. Bye. Great talking to you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>